Hey guys, welcome to the Mental Makeover Podcast. I'm Lauren Curtis. You've probably heard the phrase, the grass is always greener on the other side, but I believe it's greener where you water it. This podcast is here to provide you with meaningful advice from myself and others in order to give your little patch of grass the best chance to grow and flourish. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I am here to chat with you about what to do when you can't catch a break. I have been receiving a lot of messages from people about this, basically, and I think we're all in a similar boat. After I recorded the So My Life Has Been a Little Bit of a Mess Recently podcast episode, which is a few episodes back if you haven't listened to it already. Um... A lot of people messaged and reached out and said, wow, it's so nice to hear that, you know, your situation turned out the way that it did. I'm in a similar situation and it's been a nightmare and it feels like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. And obviously this year for most people has just been a hot mess. It's this kind of, we all are feeling like it's just one thing after the other and it all just feels gross and It's been compounding for some people over like years, whether it be just, you know, thinking that they are about to achieve something or get closer towards achieving something or meeting the right person or achieving a career goal or a personal goal or starting a family or all these kinds of things. And it just never seems to happen. And it gets to a point where you just feel like hopeless and at a loss. And it's so easy after you've experienced those kinds of things a few times to just want to give up and roll over and just go to sleep and have a long nap um, every day <laughs> because yeah it's just a really horrible feeling and I know it very well from this entire year and I've gone through other points in my life where I've experienced this and I guess that's just kind of why I wanted to talk about it and share a different opinion um, about it. I mean I've spoken about this before but I always like to touch back on it because it kind of underpins everything I really believe in and what I think is really to thank, I guess, for all of my uh, success or I don't know if it's all my success, but I do, I do really think it does play a huge part in getting to a position where you're happy and successful and it all kind of falls into place. And it's really, it's, it's a big conversation and there are so many facets and so many things to cover, but let's just kind of dive into it. So Let's say you have always wanted a partner. You know, you want to find your soulmate, as most of us do, and you find this person and you're head over heels for them and they are, like, perfect on paper and they make you feel amazing and they treat you so well and it's just everything you hoped and dreamed it would be. And then something happens. They say, oh, I... I don't see this working anymore. For uh, The reason that they say that doesn't matter. But they say that they don't see it working anymore. And here you are, shattered into a million pieces, trying to pick yourself up off the floor uh, and put all those pieces back together somehow, just in shock that you had this amazing relationship and you loved this person. Perhaps you were dating for five years and the fact that it didn't work out is just like 
horrifying to you. It's incredibly difficult when you're at that low, 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 low point. I think we've probably all been there at least one time in our lives to see the situation for what it is. I think when you're in that really deep, thick of it, dark place, you just have to kind of mourn the loss for a while and cry and dwell and marinate in it because it's just if you don't do it now it'll happen eventually (laughs) it always comes out you can try and put a lid on it but it'll burst out from another hole sometime (laughs) um but then once you're kind of at a point where you can kind of remove yourself from the situation a little bit and see it for what it was. I always say to my friends or family that are going through something tough, like, what would you say to a friend who was going through this? Like, what would you say to them um, as an outsider, as, as, as an observer? Because that's usually what you need to say to yourself. And what it comes down to, I want to start with relationships because I've had a lot of people in my DMs messaging about wanting advice on relationships. So I feel like that's probably it's, it's also the most heartbreaking, devastating thing, so it really stings the most, so I will cover it first. But I think we, as people, are really good at giving people the benefit of the doubt and making excuses for them and saying, oh, you know, but he was this or he did that and maybe that was the reason why he said this or maybe that was the reason. Maybe I shouldn't have done this or maybe I should be different or maybe, you know, there was this other person that was, you know, a factor in it and... We just rationalize and try and rationalize why this happened and try to make it make sense and feel like we have some kind of control over it. I know that's what I did when I had a little breakup before I met Reese. Like that was just was so just ugh, yucky. And so I came up with all these different scenarios in my head about why this why this broke down and why I didn't work and what I did wrong and what he did wrong and whose fault was it and it's only now that I'm so far past that point that I can look back at it and be like, it just was such a, an, an incorrect fit from the beginning that it was bound to happen eventually and I'm glad it happened when it did. But those thoughts that you can only really have once you're emotionally completely detached from the situation. So while you're still in the thick of it, you just want to feel like, wow, that's really great that happened to me. I love that I'm now single after breaking up with someone that I was like head over heels in love with. And I think once you get over that grieving stage and once you're kind of getting back into a place where you can have good days and bad days and not just all bad days, then you can look back at that relationship and start to see it for what it was. You will always appreciate the good times you had with that person you know those don't need to be forgotten you spent precious years months of your life with someone and just because it ended in a in an unfavorable way doesn't mean that you have to forget or try and erase all of those good memories because those are special and you should be grateful for those no matter who they were shared with they made you happy and that's a really special thing but you can also see the bad sides of the relationship the things that you usually turn a blind eye to because you overlook them um when you love someone and you don't want to focus on the negative parts about them you know you, you, don't, you don't want to be one of those people that are just picking out all the flaws and stuff so when they do something that annoys you or is unfair towards you or is disrespectful you're like ah whatever and you just yeah turn a blind eye what I'm getting at is when you get to this point you look back at that relationship and you can analyze it for what it truly 
is and you can take all of the lessons from that relationship with you moving forward onto the next relationship once you have had time to heal and focus on yourself. That's what I did and I feel like sometimes these things happen you meet these people that you would otherwise, you know, wish to spend the rest of your life with and things don't work out, but they were actually never meant to. You had to go through that exact experience in order to learn those lessons in that exact way. You couldn't have learned those lessons otherwise. You had to learn them that, that exact way, the harsh, cruel, long, hard way but you learn them and you take them on board and you use them to your advantage. You put them in your little stash of lessons. <laughs> you become wiser, you become stronger, you become more patient, more resilient. And the next time you meet someone, you know exactly what you do want in a relationship, what you don't want in a relationship, what you will tolerate and what you won't tolerate. And then you'll meet someone who ticks all of the boxes that the other person ticked, but even more. They don't do those annoying things that the other person did. They don't treat you badly in the other way, in the ways that the other person did. They respect you. They trust you. They are um, funnier. <laughs> They're more attractive. Who knows? But regardless, they are a better version of the other person. And had you not gone through that crap with that last person that you thought was the be all and end all and your prince charming or whatever, you wouldn't have met this person that is a zillion quadrillion times more suited to you and better for you and will make you just so much happier in the long run. I know that that is entirely true for me and all the little flings that I've had along my years on this earth you know it's devastating when they end and you feel like oh why me what's wrong with me and you wallow and you have that self-pity and then you feel like it's something you know to do with you and then you, it's just a yucky experience but each time you learn something about yourself and about what you want in somebody else that these little experiences compound over time and Yes, it isn't an easy way to learn them. Sometimes you might learn them the easier way, but you will always have to learn some the hard way. And for most of us, that way that way, yeah, is through relationships breaking down so that better ones can form. And this might have to happen a few times until you meet that one person. I know that a lot of people that I've... Um, so they had listened to, to my podcasts about dating and about, you know, manifestation and writing lists. They always say that they, uh, you know, had a breakup and then they wrote a list of every single thing that they wanted in a partner and they got specific and that even though it kind of feels a little bit woo-woo and you feel like, wow, this is really like, it's going to be hard to find someone that has all these things and all these traits. But the amount of people that have messaged me and said like, I found someone, I found that person and I'm so happy. I'm happier than I've ever been. It just requires that uh, belief that you will find that person, you are worthy of that person. And that last bad relationship wasn't the one for you. If someone truly loved you, they wouldn't break up with you and that isn't a reflection of you and, and your worth that is just a, an incompatibility between you two and don't take it for anything else don't take it don't look into it any more than that it doesn't need to be dissected and analyzed in terms of like what you could have done better well no the only thing that needs to be taken out of that situation is what you learn about yourself and what you learn about the other person and what that means in the future for you and your next relationship. And I can guarantee you, I guarantee you, <laughs> when you find that person, 
when it all comes full circle and you find that person, you'll look back at that experience, that breakup, all those, all of those breakups that you've had and you'll think, wow, like awesome. If I hadn't met that person, uh, that person or hadn't had that really messy breakup or that really nice breakup or if I hadn't had that mutual breakup or if I hadn't had all these experiences that were crappy in the moment I wouldn't be exactly where I am now which is an incredible place to be you know I've never been happier it's all worked out in my favor the same thing goes with anything else in life it doesn't have to be relationships you know Reese and I made huge life changes this year and we kept getting knocked back every single plan that we made basically unraveled every single thing that we thought we wanted that, that we like loved and fell in love with you know we, we moved locations we moved three hours away from where we used to live to more towards the country um we were anyway I'm not going to go into the whole story there's a whole podcast episode on that but it was just this constant cycle of like a year of getting our hopes up for something and then have it ripped away like when we we're just about to grasp it and grab onto it and have it at as our own it was just this so depressing this cycle of just loss and then oh potential gain potential gain nope it's a loss <laughs> it's a loss just back and forth and back and forth and it was just relentless and then it got to a point where because of all of these situations and all of this loss and all of this like yeah this gross cycle we were so crystal clear on exactly what we wanted by the end of this whole cycle a couple of months ago basically now that when the timing was right and you're never going to know when the timing is right that's not up to you like that is just that's something that happens when it happens we can't control when these things happen unfortunately wouldn't that be nice if we could but we can't so when the timing was right everything fell into place with astonishing ease and it was just like it fell into our laps it was just it was laughable honestly after you spend the entire year like struggling and then all of a sudden every single thing lines up easily effortlessly perfectly and you're just standing there like oh 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 and then you and then you become scared that you're gonna lose it because of (laughs) of your previous experiences but you get to a point where you're like holy crap this is it and that absolutely happened for us every single thing that we were struggling to uh, figure out and to secure just all the little coincidences and like for example, we had spent months and months and months and months and months trying to find a rental, every single one that we liked. Um, the timing on with other parts of our lives hadn't, you know, lined up, and so we had to keep on losing out all these perfect rentals. And by the time we were ready to actually move, there were none left because everyone's moving to this region that, that, that we're living in now. So we had nowhere to live. Our house had sold. We had literally nowhere to go. Um, and then just randomly you know, I had dinner with my dad and stepmom and my sister and my stepmom was like, oh yeah, I've got a friend who has a a house in that area and she just got tenants that are about to move out. They were stuck there because of COVID, uh, but she was planning on, you know, renting out as an Airbnb, but I can send her a message and, and, and see if she's open to having a tenant. And then next day, 
we get a call and she's willing to let us live in her house in the area that we wanted to be in for an amazingly reasonable price and a great location no bond uh no rental inspections because she trusts us like it's just we went from you know speaking to real estate agents having to offer more money for a crappy rental because there was nothing else available to having this perfect place uh perfect location not having to inspections or pay a bond even though of, of course offered to like it's just one of these things where you just think back like that one little dinner date that I had eventuated and resulted into this perfect situation and then we found our dream block after losing out on what we thought was our dream block same thing with the relationships you thought it was the perfect relationship you end up finding one a million times better that bad relationship or that other block you know just really crystallized exactly what you wanted to find or what you didn't want what you did want and what you did want so when the time comes yeah, Reese and I were like researching all of these land titles for this area that we wanted to be in. We're like messaging um, the finding the addresses of the people who own these blocks of land, literally old school, sending them letters, hoping, praying that some of the, someone would reply and would be open to selling their block. Um, we were desperate. Like it was so depressing. And then all of a sudden I'm just scrolling on the real estate website and then this block popped up it was in the same area it was perfect we literally drove three hours down to that particular region we looked at the block we fell in love we sent an offer on the way down and within basically uh, a couple of days the offer was accepted at a price that was lower than what we thought they would accept and we got our perfect block and now we are building a house on our absolute dream block and it just happened like that it just that was like basically the whole summary of that I mean that last podcast episode about that this this year was a lot more in depth than that but in an absolute quick tiny nutshell like just some of the things that have happened this year that we just never thought were possible and it just reminded me Sometimes what you want to happen isn't the best thing for you. Sometimes you need to have doors closed that you don't want to have closed in order for a better door to open and to have better opportunities come your way. And you never know how those opportunities are going to present themselves. Like I would never have expected everything this year to fall into place the way it has. We spend so much time trying to control everything in our lives that when we realize how little control we actually have, we start to freak out and we become hopeless and, you know, pessimistic. But it's it, it shouldn't be like that. You should be focusing on the goals you want to achieve, not focusing on how you're going to get there, but just taking general steps towards that direction. Like we were doing, we were taking general steps towards finding rentals. We were taking general steps towards finding the block and, you know, just doing little things like emailing people and messaging them and trying to get you know, trying, just, just trying anything. But of course we were fixating on that one particular way of doing it because that's a very human nature thing to do. We want to feel like, as I said, we have control over things. So we focus on how, 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 but we never know how anything is going to happen. You know, we have from past experiences and patterns, we can assume that things are going to happen a certain way because that's how they usually do. But sometimes that's not the way it's going to happen for you. Sometimes you're going to have to take the bumpy road. Sometimes it might be the smooth, easy road. But regardless, 
if you just stay focused on that result and focus on the end result and the outcome that you want to achieve, you might really be surprised the way it, it uh, manifests and the way it, it comes to fruition. Whether or not you believe in manifesting or any of that kind of stuff, it's, that's what I truly believe in, in my core and in my soul. So if you are feeling like you can't catch a break in life and things just aren't going your way, perhaps it's actually exactly what you're meant to be going through right now. Perhaps that is teaching you the lessons you need to learn in order to get closer to that goal of yours. It might be teaching you resilience or patience or troubleshooting or, you know, you might be forced to get a new job or to learn a new skill because you're, you know, struggling to make payments for your rent because you're you lost your job through COVID and so you're learning these new skills because you have to and perhaps that's going to be your ticket to success or wherever you want to get to your freedom or perhaps you're going to meet your partner through you know your, your, your potential soulmate through this new skill that you're learning or um, perhaps you lost out on something that you thought was amazing for you, but perhaps if you got that thing, it would actually have been disastrous and something really bad would have happened. You just we, we just don't know. And it's really hard to have blind faith. I know it is. This year has been a real stickler <laughs> um, in terms of like, yeah, blind faith is important, but it's damn hard. And so I just want to remind you guys, like just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. Just because you can't see your life unfolding the way it's meant to, all the little coincidences lining up and all the little circumstances that will present themselves and opportunities and all these little things that you can't see that are happening and going on behind the scenes. Once you see them and once you get to that point where your life just starts to unfold in these funny little ways and you get closer to doing things that you never thought you'd get to, like, you know, you just you get over that bumpy track and you get to the smooth part and you're like, oh, wow. You look back and you think, oh, so that's why I, I, I didn't get that job. That's why that relationship broke down. That's why I, you know, lost um, that opportunity or that friend or that, that's why I met that person. That's why that really bad thing happened. That's why the accident happened because it, in a really roundabout, funky, weird way, it led me to where I am now. And that's a really special place and a place that I never really thought I'd get to. I mean, that's especially my my uh, story with YouTube and how I ended up where I am now. I never in a thousand years would have thought I would get to this point, but here we are. And if I had tried to plan out, like, yeah, if I do this and this and this, then I'll get to this point and I'll have this and this. And yeah, never, never in a thousand years would I have gotten to this point in my life. If I had tried to plan it and force it and force my way into this particular place, I would have just been constantly pushed off course because my life's telling me like, this isn't, this isn't for you. Stop trying to make it for you when it's not for you. And I feel like that's why so many of us, so many of us get stuck in ruts and cycles of meeting the wrong people or dating the wrong guys or girls or, you know, breakdowns, breakdowns of friendships or bad jobs or bad bosses, because we are being shown these lessons. We're being forced to try and learn these lessons, but we don't like change. So we keep ourselves in these uncomfortable, unideal, is that a word? Situations. And we're basically forcing ourselves to suffer because we just don't want to change. We don't like the uncertainty of change when in reality, 
There is no such thing as certainty. We have no real certainty of anything in our lives. We just think we do. So we're just forcing ourselves into these cycles of when if we just stopped, realize that we're being pushed in a different direction, take those lessons out of that situation that we've just come from and use them to our advantage. Next time I'm about to cough because I haven't taken a breath in three years. <coughs> Excuse me. Wait a second. <laughs> I need a drink. Then we'll just be doomed to repeat those same circumstances, experiences, and then we'll complain. Oh, my life is so hard. I always meet jerks. I never get the job. I never meet right people. When in actual fact, you had plenty of opportunities to improve your life and improve the people that you're meeting and the jobs you're getting and all this kind of stuff. But you chose to ignore those lessons. You chose to ignore those little hints and nudges that were telling you, the, the, the sort of like gut feelings that were telling you that you're not meant to be on this path. But because we all like being comfortable, we ignore them. So if you didn't ignore them, who knows where you'd be? Sometimes we need to get comfortable with getting uncomfortable. I think I'm rambling now and my throat's all like itchy because I've just recorded like three hours worth of podcasts in one sitting. So my voice is going. Uh, but does that make sense? I think we all just need to kind of let go and just have faith that if we are open to it and if we are receptive and trusting our gut and our intuition, we will get driven and steered towards the direction that we need to be going in in order to get towards our goals or achieve that, you know, thing that we've always wanted to achieve. And it's not going to be easy. I think we need to stop wearing rose colored glasses when we think about our goals, because if your goal is worthwhile, it's going to be hard to get there. Nothing worth having comes easy. And I always think to myself, if I'm going through a really amazing patch in my life, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Like I'm, I'm absorbing it all. I'm in the moment. I'm loving it. I'm grateful for it. But I'm also aware that because this moment is so good, I'm bound to have a bad moment sometime soon as well. And like that sounds really negative to say just as outrightly honest as that. But like it's not negative because it's just realistic. If I'm having a really, 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 really bad time, I know that soon life is going to get better because that's just the way it always, always, always works. I've never had a bad experience without a good experience and a good experience without a bad experience. You need both in order to appreciate each other. I mean, you can't have a, you can't just live life with everything always going your way because then it gets boring. You don't know what good even, good even feels like if you don't know what bad feels like. And it's usually the bad times where we learn all of our really valuable, most important, significant lessons. So it's all part and parcel and it all ties in together and it's all necessary and relevant to one another. It's just looking at the bigger picture, I guess. Stop trying to over control every single little thing. Stop trying to resist change. Stop thinking that you're a victim. Start listening to the lessons and the little gut feelings and those little voices in your head that are telling you that, that things don't feel right or that you should try something new or that it's time to move on from this thing. And even like relationships, if you feel like your relationship is come to an end, then perhaps you just need to stop doing what's easier and comfortable and put it to an end and meet someone that does make you feel the way you know you should be feeling and that you're not currently feeling. Same thing with a job. You hate your boss, you hate your job, quit, find something different. Like it's just, you have control over everything in your life. Some things more than others. I mean, there's a quote that says something like, you may not choose to have things done to you but you choose how you respond to them 
You may not choose the certain circumstances that you go through, but you choose how you respond to them. And that is exactly it. We all have bad things happen to us, but how we choose to deal with them really sets us apart from one another. One person might become a victim and complain and whinge and never actually learn that lesson that they could have learnt from that experience and they keep on, you know, just doomed to repeat those same kind of behaviours. Other people will say, wow, that was really bad. I don't want to go through that again. So how can I not go through that? What can I take from that crappy situation and use to my advantage next time so I don't have to live through that again? Or if I do have to go through it again, at least I know how to get through it um, quicker and more efficiently and without having to, you know, sacrifice my happiness for as long as I did last time. Like, it's just, that, that's what life is. Learning, growing, adapting, and remaining hopeful and, and optimistic and being grateful for all the things that you do have because there are so many things that we have to be grateful for. And not often enough do we actually stop and think about that and take it all in. It's always like, oh, I need to get on to the next thing, the bigger thing, and that goal, but like, just stop even just now just stop for a moment when this podcast is up because i'll finish it in a second think about three things you have to be grateful for i like doing this at night time before i go to sleep for some reason it always puts me to sleep i don't know why that is not that it bores me but it's just like i think about three things that i have to be grateful for it always ends up being like 10 things because i just it can be the smallest things oh i'm grateful for that yummy lunch i had today could be deeper things i'm grateful for the freedom that i have in in my life i'm grateful for my soulmate i'm grateful for my dog i'm grateful for the health of my family i'm grateful for those nice new pair of shoes that i bought i'm grateful for the rain that we had today because it made the bush and the the greenery around me smell nice i'm grateful for that compliment that I received today. I'm grateful for the fact that I had com- the confidence to tell that person what I know that I needed to tell them that I would normally be too scared to say. Like it's always little things that just always cool little things that happen in our day-to-day lives that we need to start taking notice of. And if we go through something, <laughs> if we go through something bad, that's cool too. Take those lessons. Be grateful for those lessons that you've just learned. There's always something to be grateful for. That needs to be put on my tombstone when I die. Even though I will not have a tombstone, I will be cremated after donating my organs. <laughs> Damn, that took a turn from uh, optimism and being hopeful to donating my organs and being cremated. Anyway, I hope this podcast was somewhat informative and, I don't know, gave you a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. Hang in there. You can do it. I believe in you. Life will get better. Just be strong. And stay focused, my friends. Send me lots of love and hugs. Um, If you did enjoy this podcast, please give it a like. That is not a thing on podcasts. Please rate and review if you haven't already and subscribe is what I'm trying to say. Um, And thank you again for listening. I hope you all have a great week and I'll speak to you all next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.